Hi, Juliet here with a quick message before this episode starts. Everything you need to be more strategic amid the busyness of the school term is contained in the 170 plus episodes of this podcast. But sometimes you can get there a bit faster with some personalised help. I host a termly online workshop specifically designed to help the support staff within schools to make the shift from being reactive to strategic. Our next workshop is coming up soon and we're going to be reflecting on how things have gone this academic year and strategising for the academic year to come so that you can confidently prioritise your workload, overcome the obstacles that are holding you back and redirect your time and focus onto your priorities. At the end of the session, I promise you're going to be feeling more energised, ready to hit the ground running with a clear plan of action. This term's workshop is going to be run on Thursday the 16th of May, and you can find out more and book your place at www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash plan. I hope to see you there. Now, let's launch into this episode. So you may have heard this quote before, culture eats strategy for breakfast. It's been attributed to Peter Drucker, who is a really, really well-known management consultant and an author as well, an academic author, writes a lot about strategy. And his point of view is that if you're only focusing on strategy, your culture is going to get in your way. Welcome to the Independent School Podcast. Thinking and acting strategically is the key to both securing the future of your school and helping to build a more equal and just world. My name's Juliette Corbett. I'm a consultant, speaker and facilitator specialising in helping independent schools. In this podcast, I translate tried and tested strategy and fundraising techniques into a language that works for schools. So if you're a senior leader in a private school and you want your daily work to feel less exhausting and more strategic... And if you want once more to feel the joy of making the world a better place through education, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's get started on this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to this fourth and final episode in the mini-series Rethinking Strategy. And this time we're thinking about culture, and that classic quote that you've probably heard, culture eats strategy for breakfast. Now, in the previous couple of episodes, I've talked about the spectrum between planned and emergent strategy and where you want to be on that spectrum. I've talked about how you could benefit from keeping a stable core, but having a disruptive edge. And last week, I talked about strategy as learning. Now, what all of those topics have touched on briefly is the idea of culture. And actually, what we're going to be talking about this time is that strategy and culture need to be thought about simultaneously together, because if you're not careful and you're entirely focused on strategy, you're going to get into trouble. You're not going to be delivering what you want to be because your culture may be going unchecked and may not be helping you. I just want to pause for a moment to say thank you to you. The Independent School podcast has now passed its second birthday, published more than 100 episodes and has had over 6,000 listens. As the founder and host of this podcast, I've been really humbled by the number of people who have told me that it's really helped them. From school heads who've rushed up to me at conferences and told me how it's been a real guide for them through tricky times through to experienced directors of development who have said it reassures them that they're on the right track. So thank you for listening and for all your kind comments along the way. 
If this podcast is helping you, then I invite you to join the 300 people who have asked to get my weekly emails. That way you'll hear about each episode as it's published, as well as the special offers that I only tell people about when they're on my mailing list. So to get my weekly emails, you can go to www.consultjuliet.co.uk slash sign up. So you may have heard this quote before, culture eats strategy for breakfast. It's been attributed to Peter Drucker, who is a really, really well-known management consultant and an author as well, an academic author, writes a lot about strategy. And his point of view is that if you're only focusing on strategy, your culture is going to get in your way. So let's think about what he means by this and think about, does this mean we need to abandon strategy and only think about culture? Or actually, do we need to be thinking about them both together? So first of all, let's just define what we mean by culture. So obviously in the academic world, there's hundreds of lengthy definitions of what they mean, but basically what it boils down to is the way we do things around here. It's often the unspoken rules, the things that are actually quite hard to spot when you're really inside an organisation have been embedded in it, especially more than six months. It's just the innate way that you do things as a school. It's made up of a set of values that people share, it's made up of beliefs that they have, and it's made up of the behaviours that people are using around their the whole school on their school day as they're interacting with each other. So it's not surprising it's hard to identify because in a way it's not one thing. There will be potentially multiple cultures within your school, little subcultures within different departments perhaps, and it will be constantly shifting and changing because it is the, the makeup of all of the values, beliefs and behaviours that every individual has and exhibits across your entire school community. So it can shift and change over time. It's difficult to put your finger on. And certainly once you've been in the organisation for some time, in your school for some time, it's hard to really see it because it's the water that you swim in every day. You kind of stop noticing it. So thinking about what Peter Drucker meant when he said that culture eats strategy for breakfast, he doesn't mean that strategy isn't important. What he's saying is that a culture that enables people to make the right choices daily is a more sure route, a more certain route to success than a strategy document that is in conflict with your culture. So even the best strategy in the world won't produce the results you want if the culture isn't right. So basically, the idea is that culture and strategy play off each other. They need to, in an ideal world, be nurturing each other, be supporting each other. So the culture and the strategy are all pointing your organisation, your school in the same direction. If that's not happening, though, what Peter Drucker says is that the culture will win out. The culture is so hard to change because it is made up of everybody's actions and beliefs. It's so hard to shift and change that if your strategy and your culture aren't aligned, inevitably the culture will be the thing that determines the level of performance for the organisation. Okay, so we know that we want culture and the strategy to nurture each other, to support each other. But we also know that it's really hard to identify what the culture is when you're in it. 
So what can you do if you're trying to understand, is this the problem? Is this why I'm not getting the results I want to within the school, within the changes that I'm trying to push forwards with? There's a resistance to the strategy. How can I understand if this is what the problem is? Can I diagnose this mismatch between culture and strategy? So the good news is that there's a couple of steps that you can take to understand if your culture and your strategy are a good fit. So first of all, if you're not getting the results you want, so if I'm, I'm talking about the way that you as a, as a school leader want to move, want to change your school, you want to move forward, you want to see shifts in the way that things are happening within your school. So by results, I don't just mean academic results, I mean the entire way you're, you're defining the outcomes you're looking for. If you're not getting the outcomes you'll want, the first step that you can take is to tighten the way that you're implementing your strategy. So that might include things by looking at reporting lines, so accountability and who knows, and do people know what they're supposed to be doing? Is there clear accountability for what they're supposed to be delivering? Tightening up on some of those KPIs, those key performance indicators, to ensure that you're actually measuring the right things, that you're holding people to account, that you're holding people to account over the right timescales. Maybe that's termly, maybe that's annually. Are there ways in which your committee structure could be shifted and changed to be on a termly basis or even more frequently looking to make sure that the implementation of your strategy is really tight? So the first thing you do when you're not getting the outcomes you're looking for is to tighten up some of that implementation um, structure that you have in place and hope that that fixes the problem. Then if that hasn't fixed the problem, if six months later you're still not getting the outcomes you're looking for, the next step is to redevelop the strategy. So to think at the next level up, okay, so the implementation isn't the problem because we fixed that and that didn't work. We need to go one step above that and think about the strategy. So redevelop your strategy. Think from scratch. Is your strategy actually addressing the problems that you're facing? Is it coming up with the right solutions to address those challenges? Is it making sure that you're making the right choices over where you place tight resources such as time and money? Rethink your strategy, redevelop your strategy, get some buy-in and keep that implementation tight and see if you get the results you want and wait another six months and hope that you start to see those outcomes that you're looking for. If you're still not getting outcomes at the end of that process, it's highly likely that it's your culture. So if you think about this a little bit like a like an onion, the first thing you do in the center is your implementation. You tighten that up. If that doesn't work, you move out to your strategy. If that doesn't work, you move out again to your culture. And if you're not getting the results you want, even though you have a clear strategy and a really tight processes around implementation, you need to be analyzing and understanding what your culture is now. And then thinking about how you want to transform it over time. Now, that final step is not easy. And next week, I'm going to be sharing a model called the cultural web, which will help you to think about what your culture is and how you can change it. But certainly for this week, what I want you to think about and reflect on is, am I getting signals that my culture within my department or within my school is not enabling me to deliver the strategy I want to deliver? Is my culture getting in the way? And if it is, you need to think about those shared values, beliefs and behaviours that make up your culture in order to think about how you can shift it and change it over time. Because if you don't, your culture will eat your strategy for breakfast, lunch and 
dinner. It is not possible to make strategic changes and get the results you want if the culture that you're working within is not aligned to that strategy. So this is what I do with schools. This is where actually bringing somebody in from the outside can be really helpful because someone new or fresh from the outside can see your culture in a slightly more clear way than you maybe can. And so bringing in some facilitation to understand what that culture is at the moment and what the changes you want to make over time and an action plan to make that happen is what I do when I'm working with schools. So just get in touch if you think I can help you with that. So that's it for this week. And I'd like to invite you to listen to some of the previous episodes in this four episode series around rethinking strategy. If this is of interest, you haven't listened to the early ones, then go back and do listen to them. And if you're interested in exploring a little bit more around this area, then do download my research report, Rethinking Strategy in Independent Schools. And the link for that is on the episode notes. That's it for this week. I'll talk to you again next time. Bye bye then. Thanks for listening to the Independent School Podcast, the podcast that helps senior leaders in private schools to think and act more strategically, both because they want to secure the future of their school and because they want to help build a more equal and just world. You can listen in everywhere that podcasts are available. And if you want to catch up on previous episodes or follow any of the links that I've mentioned today, just head over to www.consultjuliet.com dot co dot uk slash podcast.